When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Coffee Breakup. Another Friday, another episode. Long overdue. I don't even remember the last time we recorded. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while, but we're glad to be back. And most importantly, so obviously we did a giveaway a couple weeks back. Yeah. You know, it's it's been a while. So by the time you guys see this episode, you know we we have winners. Yeah, um, we, we yeah we announced the winners. Slowly, we're gonna be reaching out for all the other things, and if if you haven't been reached out to already, but. We have our first winner here, but before we go over to the winner, obviously, remember to like this video, or if you're listening to us on Spotify and iTunes, like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Share. If you're on YouTube, smash that like button, <laughs> ring the bell, all this subscription garbage. We're still getting used to it, so yeah. I know that you guys are probably all experts since you're probably watching this, but uh, please you know, follow us and get all the content there. We're also on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Click the link in our bio if you're lost and you'll find us anyway. So, that being said. That being said, we got a special guest today. Capo Sins. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. dinner. So, Dylan. Dylan, right? Yes, Dylan. Dylan. Mazay. Mazay. Dylan Mazay. All righty, Dylan. So, for starters, we love to get to know our guests, not just for ourselves, but also so people know who the hell we're talking to. So, number one, please, stage is yours. Tell us who you are, what you do, a little bit about yourself. I would like to say thank you for being the winner to the giveaway. Thank you for entering. Thank you for, yeah. yes, um, All right. for the support. So my name is Dylan Mazay, or uh, on my Instagram handler, Capo Sins. Okay. Uh, got the name from my Nona. Um, Italian and Colombian. Dad's Italian. Mom's Colombian. Cool. Um, I do digital marketing. I have my own digital marketing agency. And I've, I've progressed through my life always moving forward and taking risk. I've never been somebody who only does 90%. I've always been somebody who's always going above and beyond on what I do, even if it's sacrificing sleep for it. I make sure that I get things done before I go to bed. Cool, cool. A hustler. Huh? And when you say digital marketing, like, what, what do you do with, with digital marketing? Like, what, what, what's so the- what we do is uh, we do website redesign, we do SEO optimization, we do geotagging, we basically do anything where we're trigger words, where we're trying to build companies. And you know, do their ROIs, return investment. Yeah, like build up their exposures like online and stuff like that. Oh, that's actually really cool. How long have you been into that? Uh, just about a year. Okay. And then so prior fresh. to that, I was doing, I had my own insurance agency as well. So Your own insurance yeah. agency? Yeah. Dude, man, how are you like this hustling entrepreneur? Yeah. How old are you? 23. 23. All right, so then 20, right? Yeah, I know. I said the same thing. Look at the size of this guy. This guy's like yeah. Andre the Giant over here. <laughs> 23. So 23, you had, so how did you even start this business? Uh, I have a mentor, and my mentors kind of pushed me beyond my own boundaries. And everybody it, says that you need like a mentor in life to really like kind of yeah, it gets you going. And it's scary sometimes because you know, as kids, we would have our teachers tell us our things, or our parents tell us our things, and we go, no, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But when you actually pay somebody to mentor you, guide you, you look in between the lines. 
sense. And it's, yeah. it's crazy to see it because everything that we went through, it was beyond anything I could understand. And it's every morning he texts me, hey, what's the plan for today? What's the goal? What are you going to accomplish? Yeah, it's like it forces you to like yeah. have this entrepreneurial and mindset, like go, go, go. Right. And it's, you know, your parents are your best friend and also your worst enemy. I, 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 and yeah. it's because they want to make sure you're safe. They want to make sure you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, I get that. And you hear your parents tell you one thing. I'll call my mentor, tell him the same thing. And he goes, screw what they said. Do the opposite. Risk it all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, it means sometimes it actually even means more coming from somebody who isn't your, your parent, you know, right. you, who aren't your parents. Because sometimes it's like you need that other in aspect, other insight, you know. Right. So it's interesting to to see that you grow from that so much. Um, and how long have you been having this mentor? Uh, I've had him for about two, two, almost three years, ever since I broke my spine. Really? Sure. Yeah. So after that was when I decided to kind of change paths and work towards something better. All right, so then let's go back. So, so bring yeah. us up from your upbringing. So you said half half Colombian, half Italian. You're born here. Yes, I was born and raised in Miami. Okay. All right. So from from youth until now, give us a brief statement. You know, pretty much if you know where did you go to school, stuff like that, and um, any life experiences uh, personally that you'd like to share with us. Uh, so I was born in Kendall, and I moved. My parents we moved to Weston. I have an older brother. He's in med school right now. And I have a little brother, 12 years old. He's the surprise of the family. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, parents been married for 32 years. You know, it's a huge accomplishment to see, especially uh, just nowadays, nowadays yeah. where divorce, cheating, all that is so. Yeah. But I feel like that's more of like uh, new relationships, you know, right. because those old school type relationships like, like and those marriages. Type? Dude, I mean, back then, like traditionally, like you, you would find a partner and you stick by them. die by that partner, yeah, yeah, you know, right. and defend and like live no matter what. Like that was your partner. Even if they did you wrong. I feel like this was, it was like frowned there upon. Like, yeah, even then. Well, I mean, certain, right. ex, you know, extremes, but you, right, right. you would still fight to build with that partner. Yeah, Nowadays, right. it's, it's just rare like, to find that. Right, right. One thing, one strike and you just leave. Right. Like people just kind of. Just like, don't get me wrong because I'm not against that either because I feel like you got to be happy in a relationship. No. But you also, if you want a partner you need to understand that nothing's going to be perfect it's you all know? about compromise it's all about compromise and being able to you know work together right. towards things a lot of people they're like oh you want to work that way i don't like it either. i'm gonna go work this way then people just split i think back in the days people were just more i don't want to i feel like people were more committed to the cause as far as like okay we're gonna work through this you know like seeing right. I, I mean my grandparents were together 60 plus years you know i don't think that was just by coincidence and nowadays something goes wrong. You're like, oh, shit, fuck this. I'm out. And it's also, we can probably talk about this later on. It's different, different times we live in. All these, everybody has options and stuff like that. So it's easy to just like, hey, let me just dip out. I can find somebody else right, you know, on my phone. Oh, dude, I have so many notes just yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah, we can, we'll, we'll circle back. But right. sorry to yeah, throw you please off continue. We're going to, I interrupt everybody. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay, it's okay. So, so to continue on through my path of what I've gone through in life, uh, the age of six, I was raped as a kid. Boom. By a neighbor. Mic drop. Over the course of three months, Shit. I didn't know what was right and what was wrong. So, How old are you? I'm 23 now. No, no, I'm sorry. No, How old were you? Oh, I was six. Six years old. Yeah, and, and again, I'm going to keep on interrupting. Yeah, but no, I hear about that all the time That because there was another situation. I had a conversation with someone that they're like, people, especially at that age, like they don't they don't know. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. And like, and like I, I don't know your situation. You know, we'll get into right. it if you're comfortable. But it, it's almost like, They'll tell you, like, if they do it, and then they'll tell you one thing, and it's just like, okay, I mean, I, I guess, you know? And, yeah, and I also feel like your mind secretly is trying to protect you from from that 
that trauma. It's like, let me pretend it's not happening. Let me push this away and, and try to rationalize it. I think right. instinctively, like we try to, our brain is trying to protect us as well. But you know, yeah, but yeah. But, so, so share yeah. whatever you feel comfortable yeah. as much as you want. Right. Because it'll teach not only us, but other people. That's the goal, man. Right. So when my parents kind of found out what was happening, everything kind of broke apart. My family struggled because they didn't know how to pass along the message of positivity to a six-year-old at the time who's getting called into the principal's office asking questions by deputies, the detectives, about all what's going on. Where were you for two days? Where were you this weekend? Where were you that weekend? And I kept saying the same thing. I'm at this person's house. You know, I thought this was okay. And, right, right, right. you know, he was arrested. I don't know what's going on with him now, right, but... Right. You know, were you like the only victim or that were there others? I was the only victim. Okay. So, it, you know, for my dad especially and my older brother, it was like they failed. Yeah. They felt yeah. like they failed. Yeah. Protecting at the time, I was the, Fuck, I was man, the I youngest kid. So. That's like a burden that as a parent nobody ever wants to take on. Right. It's, it's so just heartbreaking. It, it took a toll on them. And, you know, as time went on, I decided to play tackle football. Uh, got into a head-on hit during one of the games. That's your spine. No, no, no. I uh, cracked my skull, scar in my brain. I actually have a dead piece in my brain. I, I, I was diagnosed with epilepsy, flatlined twice, one time from epilepsy. I had a grand mal seizure on our way to Orlando to go to Disney World. And uh, the episode lasted about 43 minutes, and they didn't think I'd wake up from it. And how old were you at, this, at that time? Uh, I believe I was eight. Oh, so you were young. diagnosed at a young age with epilepsy? Yeah. Did your life, but then because then you said in high school you played football. I played basketball. So did you play football when you were younger? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, I, you oh, were like yeah. Youth, like one of those youth I, I was playing for the '85. So the '85 uh, pounders. Okay. 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 I mean, youth like, team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that went on, and you know, just keep going through. When I kind of hit that stage of puberty and knowing who I was, everything kind of backtraced about yeah. my life. And it with made sense and stuff. Not necessarily, because with epilepsy, I kind of forgot a lot of things of when I was a kid, except a couple of the things. And one of them was what happened to me when I was six years old and going through puberty and feeling like the outsider, nobody understanding, nobody listening. I, I, took, the, I took that chance and it was my greatest failure. And it was the most positive failure I ever had in my life as I attempted to commit suicide and I failed. And the one thing I... How old were you? I was 13. Okay. So we're at middle school. Right. Later, yeah. Se September 19, 2013. So actually, no, I was older than that. I was 16. 16. I was about 16 at the time. High school. Yeah. I was a 10th grader. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. rough, man. So and it, 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 took, it took definitely a huge toll on me because the way I view it was... Nobody understood my pain. Nobody was willing to listen. I was brought up in a family that was be alpha, be strong, don't show emotion. Right, right. Yeah. Like emotions, and weakness, right? Right. That kind and of stuff. Vulnerability and stuff. Yeah. And I just never believed in that. I believe, you know, if a man is broken, a man's broken, somebody needs to be listening, just like a woman. But and when did you learn this? After my spine surgery. After the spine. So d w did that come from both sides of the family, both your mother and your father, that they were like, 
no, you need to be strong. You yeah, can't both of them. Both sides. You, you think it was like a, 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 a like, like a, a Hispanic or like, like the Italian? Yeah, no, so the Italian they're caring, but yeah, okay. You have to show your strength. You have to show that lion side in a sense that you're a leader that nothing can break you. Been, yeah. And then the Colombian side, it's there's not really a true emotion, especially with the old school Colombians. Uh, there's not that they love. But the emotional side is not shown. It's okay. the physical side that's shown. Right, yeah, vulnerability is like to an off, almost like, especially for, even for Italians as well. You know, it's like, you, especially as a man, you're the macho, you're the alpha, right. you're the head of the household, and there's no room for, you know, for tears or right. for, for, you know, failure or any of that. Right. And it's also crazy because I was born, in, I was raised in a military family. Yeah. My grandfather was in Vietnam, two tours, and that's a whole nother. that's a whole nother story but you know as time went on i after the whole situation happened september 19 2013 two days before my birthday my whole like mindset changed i was you know very negative towards everything in life um probably walked away from god and all that at the time and then uh December 11, 2017 was the scariest moment in my life is the day I had see a surgery on my spine. I broke my spine in two places and how'd rupture the disc and damaged the sciatic nerve. How did, how did so this occur? In basketball. Bas- in basketball? Yeah. Wow. The fuck? I was playing with friends. My back hit the pole. Didn't feel it. Didn't feel my spine break because I had the muscle protecting my spine. Yeah, stabilizing it. And for two months... The disc was slowly just breaking and it deteriorating. Finally, yeah, and it finally ruptured Jesus. and damaged the nerve. And the doctor said, you, had, you don't have a, a big chance of ever walking again. And that was the scariest moment for me. That's when I kind of turned towards like family. And they saw appreciating like, like, like the little yeah, things. Yeah, I was appreciating the most minuscule things. If somebody told me I have a bad hair day, I, I cared about it too much and they got annoyed. Like, I cared about every little thing that there was because it's like I never wanted anybody to go through the pain that I ever endured. And it's, I would protect everybody that I possibly can just so they don't have to feel the pain, the sadness, the depression, the thought of having to, you know, take that chance on their life. Like, if I can do that and take that risk of, you know, protecting and just listening, it takes 10 minutes, takes 20 minutes, it takes out of your whole day. Listening is such an important thing. No, yeah, it's. If I think it's the most, the most important that you thing. can do that communication, and then right. how how can you communicate? It's if not you just about listening. It's yeah. being able to. I say it all the time. It's, it's uh, communication and comprehension. comprehension. But you can only comprehend if you listen. Right. You know, you can talk all you want, but there there will never be an understanding between two people or anybody in this case, unless you're able to actually listen to and comprehend what it is that that or, and interpret what it is uh, the message right. that's being received. Jesus so fucking Christ. Yeah. So, man. I mean, yeah, 23 years old, the person you are today sitting in front of us, and it's like, you've sounds like you've, it doesn't sound like you did overcome so much and, and, and it made you the person you are today. Do, do you think that, so then what happened? So you had the accident, and then when, when, when was it that you were like, okay, like now it's like, I got to change? Is it because you were given pretty much a second wind to walk again? Or it, it was the moment I woke up from surgery. That's when you're like, okay, like, yeah, so I, I got to be grateful for what I got. We had a complication during the surgery. I didn't know about it until I saw the neurosurgeon three weeks later. Um, he didn't tell me because my mom was there and they were all crying. Um, so 
during the operation it was supposed to be an hour and a half operation. It turned out to be four hours and 45 minutes. I needed a blood transfusion. I'm O negative and all that. So there was a huge issue at the time. Supposedly what they're saying was is when they opened my spine, I had a vein that wasn't in a, it was in a place where it wasn't supposed to be. You know, we're all human. Our bodies are all configured differently. So sure. certain veins, certain bones, certain ligaments, they may be in places they're not really supposed to be. And when they slit me open, they actually cut the, the vein. Gee. And I was pouring blood. Like, I was bleeding to death. Uh-huh. And that was that moment when I found out the whole story of what took so long. Was I appreciated life so much more. It was at any moment, at anything you do in your life, it could be over. Right, right. It's just like this. You know, snap of the finger, your life will never be the same. You know, right. so I mean. So then everything changed. Everything changed. And then uh, we had spoke before. You'd said, um, you know, you, well, you're running, not running away, but you were stepping away from like, you know, faith, religion, God. Right. Do you feel like you now were? It brought me back. It definitely brought me back. And the reason why for that is because when I went to church the day before and we, you know, I spoke to the priest. The priest told me, if you believe in God, anything can happen. And I was like, Father, I don't believe in God anymore. And he's like, just take a chance. He goes, do you take a chance on your parents? I said, yes. He goes, take a, take a chance on God. So I took that chance. And I love that. I mean, but one thing is, is I do have to thank the doctor. You know, God does work miracles. But at the end of the day, it was the doctor who, at his free will, did what he thought yes. was best. Yes, yes. And save my life, save me being able to walk and, you know, enjoy my legs. Right. It's, it's so important to have that the correlation between faith and also faith in science. Right. Like, right. yes, faith, you know, you got to have faith in God and 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 and, and know that, he, you know, he can do things. But at the same time, it's humans. We have all have free will and science does exist. And, and right. obviously you were you, the reason you're sitting here is because of also as science, also God, of course, but science indeed as well. So it sounds like walking miracle over here right so i wouldn't consider myself a miracle there's somebody worse out there of course i mean there always is Dude, but, but you've dodged time, a bunch of yeah. bullets son like your back your your the your childhood head, trauma as a you kid know. i mean that, that, jesus you know. christ dude cheated death i have you know what i mean like 23 years and some people go, go their entire life without seeing this kind of tragedy so it happens for a reason i know yeah. Just gotta know well, the reason. Respect to you, brother. Because man, not 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 anyone would have had the strength that you have to be able to kind of you know be. Man, you should have seen his face the whole time you were talking. Bro, his eyes were about to pop out of his head from everything you were saying, bro. Like it was like deep stuff. And for you to you know, for you to say you know like you still have you, for you to have faith in God after everything that has happened to you. There's so many people who would have said you know I wouldn't have had that faith and I would have walked away and wouldn't have looked back. But the fact that you took that faith or you you, you embraced it. And what you what was supposed to break you kind of made you into the man you are today, and you still walk with God. I think it's just admirable. Right. It's it's definitely a memory I have to live by. I sleep at night scared. I'm scared to fall asleep at night because of seeing the white light again every single night. But again, I remind myself that tomorrow's a new day, and there's somebody that may need the saving. So it's always worth waking up the next morning with a smile on my face. And I, and I do truly believe everything happens for a reason. You know, yeah. it's the fact that you're here. There's a purpose, and you're there. You know, you're here for a certain reason. So, man, you're you're a pretty eloquent guy, man. Like, and, you know, the way that you speak. I mean, I think you you told me before. Uh, you're writing now. You're doing. Po- I know that you know you you he, you had mentioned him that he was doing poetry and he writes, but then you had showed interest that you know in writing or that you were starting your poetry. Not only that, 
that you told me that you published like a quote and stuff. I've seen your Instagram and you got a good following. Um, you got a bunch of quotes everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, tell, tell me a little bit about that, man. You, cause you know, again, you got a strong following. So, so what's up with that. So to start it with Edgar Allan Poe's the one who got me into poetry. Um, I've always loved what he wrote about some of the most complicated poems are made so simple. You just have to dive deep into it. I love, I think simplicity is where the most interpretation can come from. Right. And it, everybody's interpretation is different. different exactly. What I love about and it. That's the best thing because people will ask me whenever, like the first quote I publish is a tattoo that's on my chest. And what is it? What is it? Your hardest battles between what you know in your head and what you feel in your heart. Trust and have faith in the path God leads you on as he wants to mold you into the image he wants you to be. Nice. Did you practice that uh, in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like rehearses every Yeah, rehearses. I love that. I yeah, love it was, that. that was a beautiful, beautiful. So yeah. when it came to poetry, I was always scared about it because back in the day, you know, middle school, I used to write and people would be like, ew, you're, you're a guy. Stop yeah. writing. Like, 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 I'll talk about it later with the love and writing notes for sure, your, sure, your sure. girlfriend and all that. It's the little things, but... So I kind of took a break from it, and I decided to show my alpha side. Like, oh no, I'm not. I'm not gonna right, <laughs> do like, that. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shove that down. Yes. Put that to the side. So it took me until my first year of college, um, where I decided to start writing again. But I wasn't really publishing. I was just writing. I had a little journal, and I was writing here and there. And then one of my friends told me, "Dude, you 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 should you know post it on your Instagram. You should write for people." And I started posting on my Instagram, and I started getting DMs. Hey, can you write me a quote on this? Can you write me a quote on that? And really? I was like, because I was like, I was writing poetry and quotes, and I'm very wise on how to speak. I'm a very straightforward person. I don't like to sugarcoat things, but I do like to add a little spice to it. On the same way, I, I like to make. I feel it like you're like a spice. hybrid of Marvin and myself. Yeah, he yeah. writes so pretty, and then I know I, I'll sell anything, bro. <laughs> Talk it out, son. Do you want me to sell you a pen right now? No, no, right now. Not the type of podcast. Not that kind of podcast. Yeah. So, it was just it was kind of like a fix for me writing on Instagram, and I published my first quote, and it, the excitement, the thrill I got, and it felt like I needed, like you know, it was like an addiction, like whether it's alcohol, this and that, and I'm sure you can agree, Marvin. Yeah. You know, you 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 start laying in bed, and it's like. You find a word that you feel like you can just connect with and you're like time out i can't sleep i gotta write this yeah, quote. Yeah. i gotta write this i'm poem. the same way i'm the same way and it's same thing with business it's you're laying there and you're like wait a minute i just thought of something great yeah. you go back on your computer five hours later you're like ah, screw it i'll stay up the whole night yeah, yeah. and it's just it's I, just we all have our own fix yeah, yeah. Something almost yeah. all the time how like, your brain like functions i mean sometimes you, you just have that spur of the moment where you're like i gotta take it in i gotta stop what i'm doing right now i have the same thing when i sometimes when i drive and it's like shit like you know something pops up in my head i hit the voice note the recording yeah. and you just gotta <laughs> go ro roll with it but That's so cool. I, I definitely see that yeah absolutely so you're right uh, I read. I saw some of your stuff and read some of your stuff. I really like it. It's yeah, good. I saw you like the picture. Yeah, today. You saw, <laughs> I, no, I like doing. You know, I went through the stuff, writing some notes. I'm like, let me see what this guy's all about. And yeah, I like I like what I found, and I I, I encourage you to keep going. What are you and trying to do with it? Uh, are you or are you just like, hobby? I, it's it's more so a hobby, but I would love to release more books. I just I kind of plateaued in a sense writing on my first book, and I took a break from it. And my poetry book that I'm writing on till the end of life. Yeah, it's coming off this December. You told me, it's right? It's supposed to be December. Nice. Um, it's a twist. It's not like a normal poetry book. Yeah. Man, you, you got elaborate, cliffhanger, you elaborate, this, bro. Get elaborate. Come on. 
Gotta leave some suspense. That's good. Okay, though. Okay, okay, I like okay, that. Okay. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we'd love to maybe one day you can come back and you can share some of the stuff that you've. What you mean? No. So what we're gonna do is when is it? December what? December. Hang. Well, oh, in December. In December. Yeah, it's December. All right, yeah. well, in December, Christmas. we're going to circle back, and who knows, you know, if, if Dinner doesn't want to be an asshole and keep this from us and he wants to share it with us, <laughs> you can let then us know. maybe we'll post it and, you know, we'll promote our dog over here. <laughs> right now, this is probably one of them. It's a pretty good podcast right now. I'm actually pretty interested like in what's going on. But not only that, man, we like to support people who support us, and, and, and even if they don't support us, I feel like you always being on the winning side is just always being, you know, empathetic and compassionate about people. And I always, you can ask him, I'm, I'm, and even this asshole... I support all of my friends. And right now, if that's what your, your passion is, if we have the platform to help you, I mean, obviously you have 30,000 followers, you don't need us. But who knows where we can go with this. Right. I would love to you know, help you promote your book because, and you got quite a story and, and I'm extremely intrigued of what it is that you can put on paper, man. Absolutely. And, and if somebody who listens to our stuff, you know, gets in contact with you and in touch with you, what you're writing, they could help them. Hey man, better for us and better for them. You know, that's all right. we're trying to do is help people. And if it's through your writing, so be it. For that. Is that how you built your following? Was it because of your your uh, the caption? Not the caption. I'm sorry, but like the quotes that you were doing. Or? It was the quotes. I actually deleted all of my pictures and everything to restart during. Quarantine. Yeah, it looks like you 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 really put effort on the the uh, kind of the the layout. Right. I I have ADHD and it's OCD, yeah. so I needed some sort of. Our Instagram is like, like that. Yeah, too. yeah, he's very structured with that way, and he you know he has a very. I'm like OCD when it comes yeah, to yeah. that shit. Like things have to be a certain way, if not right. a panic. Yeah. yeah, and you look at it, and you sometimes I'm sure you'll look at what you have now, and you're like, "Do I really like it?" I am the most indecisive person. You can ask my coworker, man. Like, I, I was like trying to figure out some things, and he's like, "I'm not even gonna ask you anymore because I know you still don't know." It's bad. No, man. boy, it's bad. Yeah. But dude, so with thirty thousand followers, I mean, do you have like? Because I mean, that's pretty good. How many followers you got? Like twenty. Twenty. See, something? so I know this man has uh, a laundry list on in his DMs, right? I can imagine you. I mean, you know, you're a good-looking guy, good looking guy tall, strong, yeah, you know, ambitious, hard worker. You're good with your words. Yeah. I'm not saying it in a bad way, but you know, with what you write, like you right. have anyone like. Well, before you answer, this brings begs me uh, to to answer something. You're the first guy, the first single guy on our show, right? Because everybody else. What hasn't you're been single. You're single. You're seeing somebody. I am single. Ah, okay. Because I, yeah, I wasn't sure, but you know, I figured you were single because you haven't mentioned any. Well, because you haven't mentioned anybody before. We talked a little bit and. You know your past experiences, so you you meant not only mention that, the and yeah, especially especially because with the relationships, people they're very guarded. Like, oh, these are things we can't talk about because my girl or, or my my partner exactly. told me something, and bro, Johnny, which, fucking crazy. Which is why I'm so excited that you're here now as a guy, single guy, and we can obviously then a little bit dive into dating in Miami and and what it's like for you. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna be exciting. I'm I'm I'm, I'm ready for this. So. Answer. Oh, sorry. Back. Go back. Laundry to list. You got. Saying. You got people knocking. Like you get people like throwing themselves at you and stuff. Yes and no. Well, uh, why? Why no? Why? Mainly because I don't want to focus my attention on it. So I don't really. When a woman DMs me, I don't really look at it. I kind of really. Just move past so you just it. keep him on. on, I, on I, I just kind of have to because it's more so like a distraction sometimes. When especially down south in South Florida, either one they're looking for somebody you had fun with for the weekend, <laughs> or two they're looking for somebody that's materialistic and I'm buying them stuff. And you're not. You're I, not in that category. I, I'm, not I'm very materialistic, but I will. I, if you're not my girlfriend, I'm not going to spoil you. What if they're trying to be, you know, your girlfriend? No, before we even get into that, <laughs> we'll cro- well, I almost hit you in the face. We'll get yeah. back into that. I want to know about your exes because there's a reason why you feel that way. And there's a reason why you think that way. Ah, I would love to talk to a, a woman, woman, but there's a difference between women and girls. 
And the women, the girl, people down here are girls. Is it, oh, yeah, are those the only DMs that you're getting? Only though? girls? 99% of them. Are, the, are, are, are those the only DMs you're getting? Or are people approaching you? They're just these girls? Yes. No, I, I don't believe that, bro. You want to tell me? Yeah. No, I, can, no. I can tell you this. When a woman, when a girl is posting stories of a yacht that's not hers. Or or a a I, love or this a, I love this guy. Or the balcony view. And, and you want to like, be a permanent guest on our show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sign me up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> gonna get some heat for this but no okay no so before we get into any of that so i want to know you know as, as much yeah as much as you can you know about you know your brief dating history the most significant ones what th- what's happened for you to feel the way that you feel now about dating and relationships and love even and then we'll start nitpicking on the, the dms and the lists so right. start relationship number one most recent relationship was a little over a year ago official relationship okay um I was dating a woman or girl, however you want to put it, <laughs> where we started dating and it was kind of like a, I'm a very, I love spoiling myself to dinner. Like everybody has their desire, like That's your shoes, thing. cars, dinner's mine, Komodo, Nursorette, all these fine high end restaurants. I love, like, I don't want to go to, you know, mom and pop. Like I just, I like, I love food. What's wrong with mom and pop? I got some good food. No, but that's his thing. Like no, the, the higher thing. It's just the, the fine, the fine dining. Yeah, yeah. like that. you like Zara. He likes eating at a. I don't know. Kamado. 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 I used to go once a week. Or like Capital Grill or Capital Grill Nursorettes. Uh, there's so, Fon- so, Forte da Marmi. I can go. So do so experience, right? Is what you're looking for. It's not necessarily experience. Is it just the feeling of you like it's wine and dined and pretty much you know like that? The atmosphere. It's kind of my motivation. It's my motivation because if I continue to work as hard as I am now, I can spoil myself to more than once a week to these nice dinners. It's just like people who work hard for shoes or work hard to get their car. I work hard to be able to eat at these really, really nice dinners. And I go by myself and people think I'm psychotic. <laughs> like I, one of the girls at Komodo would see me walk in. She goes, your table will be ready in five minutes. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so that's your drive. That's your fuel. Yeah, it gets you going. Okay. Oh, the food is. Oh, food for me is my, f- is in that's a you. sense my fix. Okay. So then, um, your ex, the first ex, what happened with her? So we would we were dating, and there wasn't really necessarily an issue when it came to money at first. It was more so the religion. She was Christian. I was Catholic, and I told her, I don't care what religion you are, as long as you're good in this world then there's no issue. You know, there's bad Catholics, there's bad Jews, there's bad, everybody has a bad, you know, set of group of people in a religion. But when it comes to your morals, what are you about? That's what I care about. You know, if you're Jewish or you're Muslim or, you know, you're a Buddhist and so on and so forth, as long as you're a good person, that's the most important thing. I don't care who you believe in. Just be a good person to the who you are and to the community. Okay. Um, but it was like, she would tell me I'm going to hell. Oh, you, you, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. I'm like, what's the difference between Christian and Catholic? Oh, Catholics lie. So you're going to hell. And I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. It's like textbook type, uh, Christian or something. Yeah. So, but like, so you were dating, but you knew that she was Christian. And I didn't have an issue. And she at first told me it was going to be an issue. And then she backed up and said, oh no, 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 it's not going to be an issue. Ah, okay. And then it became an issue. Then it started to become an issue. And then we kind of moved forward and 
we'd start going out to the nice restaurants. I finally started taking out to these nice restaurants and we went on a quadruple date. Funniest time of my life. It was at Gaiku, the one where you cook, the Asian place where you cook in front of yourself, you get the meat. And at the end of the restaurant, she goes, girls, girls, I need you to listen. And I'm sitting there like, oh, something's happening. She found out something that I didn't do. <laughs> and she goes, Dylan, I want you to buy me this YSL purse for Christmas. And I didn't know YSL made purses at the time. Okay. I was like, okay, how much is it? She's like, it's on sale. I'm like, okay, how much is it? She's like, it's on sale. And I'm like, how much is it? She goes, it's 1800 I looked at her. I go, no. She goes, are you kidding me? I go, tell your dad to buy you that. She goes, he's in debt. <laughs> what? And all her friends were like, uh, why is he going to buy you that? And like you, like saying, yeah, why, like, what the why are you going to? Yeah. Like why? And like all our friends were on my side. And okay, I see that. Okay. So that was kind of like the first obstacle I dealt with, with the most recent relationship. And then the unofficial relationship that I had back in like July, June, July, August, it was a matter of the person not knowing what they wanted. And I think that's such a huge issue nowadays. It's one day it's like. It's one day your head's, oh, yeah, I want it. I want the relationship. And then they flip the, the coin. It's like tails. Oh, I don't want it anymore. I don't I don't feel it. I don't. It's like you got to make up your mind. You can't be wasting people's time. And with the luxury I've had to live a life, I don't have the time to waste time. So. And you value your time yeah, way yeah, too yeah, much. You appreciate letting someone have you in right. limbo with it. So and when, yeah. pe when people have me in limbo, it's I just walk away because I can't have my time wasted. And it's just, you know, it's nobody really these girls don't really know what they want but they're willing to waste somebody's time just to play around so no i mean I've, you're very mature for your age and i feel like you got to look for somebody who is on that same level and it may not be somebody who is who was you know 22 or at the time 23 years old you might be needing need to be look for somebody who's a little bit older than than you so cooker cougar no not necessarily but you know if you're 23 now maybe you know, 28 29 I mean, I, I don't want to correlate age with maturity. But I do. I, know I, it. I do. You really think age and maturity? I think, I think yes. You I, just I, told this but man, but that he's mature for right because what he's been through is right. that something so don't like you it, think it's experience. It's more experience than it I. Would I be understand, but look at a lot of these women. A lot of them they, they haven't been through what you've been through. Yeah, but so, that doesn't mean right. that now a twenty-eight-year-old all of a sudden is gonna have. I, I well, I mean, I think you should be open up to maybe dating older women, and you'll see that. Oh, a lot of them, they know more, a little bit more than what they want. Because I've dated a younger woman and never again. So for me, I've dated older women, you know, and, and I'm 28, older women, 30 years. And, and, and it's a different. All I got to say is older women are so much funner. They oh, are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like because, yeah, they know what they're doing. I feel like they know what they want. You know, yeah. Yeah. And they also have that foundation. Right. They, they well, yeah, that experience that comes with, comes with age as well. Uh. I think so. I mean, you have a compelling argument, but it's not a hundred percent bulletproof. I'm not. No, well, uh, he's he defies it because he's 23 years old exactly. and he's very very mature exactly. for his age. But you're the exception. I, I think I'm. I think I'm the needle in a haystack. Yes, I agree. But I'm not gonna go dating. And be like, oh, let me look for the needle in the haystack. Right. When it comes to that, 
You just got to find somebody who's willing to compromise with you. And I don't think in South Florida, there's many women like that. But like you're from here. So yeah. have you lived anywhere else? Like, why do you no, have to believe have that, that people? So what makes you say the woman up north are any different? Because I've been to like, a, let's say Alaska. I went there for 10 days. And it's, just that. it's no, but it's the atmosphere, the, the genuine, you know, I, side I, of people. I agree. I agree. I mean, here, it's, 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 it's to me, I look at South Florida as California and I've been to California as well. It's all about the themselves image it's like a facade look at me look at me yeah yeah and it's i don't care about you it's just like a relationship you know it's all fun and games it's like a juggle they like to juggle instead of balancing instead of just balancing the pendulum and doing compromise they just kind of like to juggle people they don't no really i agree care. yeah one of my boys he's lived in california he lived mm-hmm. in arizona he lives in, in in north florida and he tells me all the time he's like you got to get out of here bro like you'll see as soon as you 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 leave Dude, it's it's the culture is different. The beliefs are different. The, you know, people they don't care about. Look at me. It's more like, hey, like 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 what's up? It's just like more open about things instead of like this guy has this or this guy's doing right. this or I want to do no. It's like we all just want to be cool. Like I went to go visit one of my friends in Grenada, and when I went there, everyone like one was from New York, one was from New Jersey, another one was from bro all over the fucking U.S. and. Dude, everyone was. I went there for two days and I left there like with like best friends because like they just had a very different mindset, man. Right. Because I don't have that mindset of like, oh, bougie, like, look at me, I'm here in South Florida, and all this bullshit. Like, I'm a very straight up person. I, you know, I'm very chill. I like to think so. And I just can't relate like you. Like, you can't really relate with the type of, uh, you know, people that are right. down here in South Florida. And I, th- I think it takes a toll because it's like, uh, you know, as us being in our 20s, you know, you guys are about to enter your 30s. Thanks if for the random. Yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah. You guys kind of off, Dylan. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> but you guys look at like the idea of like, I'm sure you guys do want to settle at some point and you don't want to be that per- guy in your 30s who's kind of like, <laughs> all right. like, yeah. like, all right, what am I left with? Like, w- what's left in the, you know, the batch? Like, and yeah. like dating pool batch of cookies too yeah you, 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 you get the, you get the burnt cookies no, i get you. the crumbs yeah the leftovers. so it's like you, you know at that you're at that point in your life where it's like damn what 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 is there left every you know the good girls or the good women are usually gone in their mid-20s and and then you kind of sit around and who's left the clubbers you know the one night standers and you ask yourself and it goes for both guys and girls there are women who are They've gone through something traumatic where a guy screwed them over, fucked them up, and then they take that four or five year period to find themselves again because, you know, you can't put time on finding yourself. You know, some people, it takes them 20 years to find who they really are. You look at some of these billionaires, KFC's owner literally said, it wasn't until 65 until I figured out what I want to do. It it all takes time, especially in love. You know, it, it, it all takes time and it's 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 scary to find yourself. And when you do find yourself and you actually see the world you, that you live in, the community that you live in, it haunts you. So obviously, you know, you're single in Miami. Um, so your past experiences, you uh, you're not too what, you're not too hopeful to find true love in Miami. I'm not too fond with the people that were raised here because I believe they were raised with privilege from their parents and they didn't have to work hard for anything. So where are you? Are you looking to get into a relationship? No, I'm not saying looking right now actively, but I mean down the line. I'm like, like, I, open a, to the idea. Of I, I, today, even today, I am open to the idea of dating. But, but clearly, but it, it, it does matter on the type of woman, what her values are. 
our convictions. Based on your argument, it sounds like you're not going to find her here. So what do you think would have to happen? Do you just have to continue being patient until the right one comes? Or do you have to remove yourself from this equation to go elsewhere to seek her? I think you always have to look. It's just like you look for money. You have to look for a woman. Money's not going to come walking to you. And a woman is not going to come walking to you either. So then what do you think you would have to do? I think I think you just continue to keep meeting people. You, you grow your network. Even if it's going to be here in Miami. Even if, even if it's in, in Miami, you don't know. So you're still hopeful then? I'm always hopeful. Okay. I think so. I think honestly, you'll find the one when you stop looking for it. And the, the, what you do in the meantime is you pursue the things that you love doing. And and you, I believe you attract who you are and what you what you love. So if whatever you your passion is, you follow that, and you follow it, and you follow it, and and and, and that will attract the right people. Right. And hopefully they they love the same. I mean, ideally they love the same thing that you do, and and that's how you gravitate to somebody. It's so when you're not when you're not well. No, no, yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, when you're not, wait, that's that's how. I, mean, like, I don't understand how people go and go, I need to find a boyfriend. I need to find a girlfriend. I need to go looking. Like you, like for me, all my relationships they never came from when I was looking for somebody. They just happened, and I think those that's how genuine relationships really. Right, occur. but I mean, at the same time, it could be. I think that the chase and stumbling upon different people will get you closer to the right person, though. Like chasing and, and like looking. Yeah, because at least you're, you're you're getting the exposure to see what it is that you do like in people, what you don't like in people. Which is why you, back then you were talking about dating. You should be dating, right? Is that what you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Circling back to I forgot what saying. article I read, but like, because because a lot of women they're so closed off on like saying no to guys, right? right? But there was a thing that it's like, no, start saying yes, even if you don't like the guy, because the thing is that one, it exposes you to people that you don't normally expose yourself to, to speak to and to open to, to build different conversations from what you're usually attracted to. Not only that, you're saying yes to different experiences where now you learn and you become more cultured about things. So if I've never been to, um, uh, so I went to, to, to candle land, I think it is, or candle something. It's a candle making thing in Winwood. Okay. Never been, but I went, you know, with a couple of friends or whatever. And, um, I never gone, but I'm like, you know, yeah, I've never done it. I'm down. But like that would be something that you would like if, if I wanted to invite a girl, if the girl, if she's never done it for her to say yes, that's a new experience for her. So maybe, you know. Yeah, but she would be somewhat interested in you to say yes. Or you saying no, she shouldn't have to be. So that's what the article said. Like, for example, we're like a lot of people, they're so used to their type or like they won't ah, yeah. accept. They won't be open. They're so closed off because of X, Y, Z reasons. But it's uh, instead it's like, you know what? Be open, like, like allow different people in. And be open to new ideas and new experiences because people be like, oh, I've never done that. Or for people that are just very routine. They like to go to the same place. You go to Komodo all the time. Right. Right. Not that it's a bad thing, but in the sense is like we build we build these routines of what we're comfortable because that's all we know. And it's until we, we get out of those comfort zones and learn more about different things, we will never know if we like them or not. So that's the same thing with relationships and in that chase. When you continue meeting new people, it's only going to get you closer because now it's not just about you finding the right person. It's finding out that you don't want certain things right. in certain people and right. avoiding the wrong ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I get I what you're saying. A good argument, no, right? no, no. I get what you're saying. hundred yeah, percent. I think, I think it goes both ways, but you know, like Marvin said, you know, sometimes it's better not to look. It's better for just, you know, no, no, I, no, I think it's no, more like, about exposure. Exactly. Like, I think it's yeah. about exposing, being right. okay to be out there. Because if you don't chase or put yourself out, I mean, chase, I mean, like going out there and being accepting to doing things and to meeting people. A lot of people, they don't. They're just like, oh, no, I'm just going to sit here and I'll be patient. Right. right. I think there's a fine line and a fine middle ground between being, I don't want to say desperate and like, oh my right. God, yeah. And I think there's a fine line between. 
being open. No, I'm not saying to go out. I gotta get pussy. I mean, in a way, you know, like yeah, let me, you know, let's just go out and meet people. Yeah, like be open, talk. Yeah, and that's another thing because, like, right now, obviously, with with coronavirus and the pandemic, there's nothing to do. But I made it a mission to want to be more open to people and and go up to people and talk to people. Again, I haven't been able to. But that so was have you been on Tinder then? No, 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 no. But now, so next now step, that's that the next intention. step. No, but not, not with that intention. No, but with Tinder, the I mean, now with Tinder, with, with doing so, you're, you're one, you're forcing yourself out of your comfort zone, and now you're 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 trying to really grow and be more mature about yourself because people are like, oh, I'm not the type of guy to go up to girls. But it's like it's not it's not about you going up to the girl to try to get a number. It's just talk. Right. Like we're all humans. Like we're all. You said it yourself. Like we're we're. Creatures of 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 what is it? Communicate. You said it one time. Creatures of habit. No, but you had said something like we like we long for communication, like the talking to people. Yes, like it's yeah, gonna yeah, happen. Yeah. So like, if you just make it a thing where where you could just speak to people and just make their day, like it's not about being uncomfortable. It's just getting out of that to just be cool and be yourself. And if they don't want to talk, they don't want to talk. Question: Do you think value and worthiness, like feeling worthy, do you think it ever changes? In like, life, like, in, like in self life. worth and yeah. self worth. Like, if you're depressed, do you think your worth changes? I think so. I mean, for me, I think there's a correlation. You think so? Yeah. If I'm depressed, I, I mean, if I knew my worth, because because that's one thing that I've learned about myself. I'm very confident now. Um, I don't think I'm. You know, I'm not cocky, but I know my value. So for me to be depressed, there were. I feel like there would be some sort of correlation between me feeling that my worth isn't at its peak for me to be depressed i mean obviously there's other factors that can cause depression but if i know what 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 i who i am and what i what i have to offer i would i would say that it would i wouldn't be as uh um susceptible to depression yeah yeah no i get you and when you know like for me right now i've never been happy with myself and who i am and who i who the man i've become and then there was times not too long ago, yeah, last year, where I really didn't feel that way, where I was really, really miserable and in a bad place, where self-worth was not something that I really was thinking, but I, I had much of, you know? So, yeah, I think there is a correlation. And then it fluctuates. Why? I don't think it ever changes. No matter how depressed you are, you know your worth. You just may not think of it. And here comes the first metaphor. <laughs> Go ahead, bring it on. Have you one. ever seen Avengers Endgame? <sighs> Bro, I don't... Briefly, I don't remember. What do you mean briefly? Like, it's a three-hour movie. Yeah. There's no brief. Yeah. You either watch the whole Dude, thing. Dude, yeah, what part of it? Okay. What well, did I tell you? I, yeah. I, what I told you, he yes. asked me if you watched it. I was like, he's an uncultured swine. I'm sure you did it. And I was right. All right, so you've watched I, it. I've watched okay, it. Okay, do you remember the scene where Thor stuck out his hand while he was depressed, fat? You remember when he stuck out his hand hoping the hammer would come back to him? That just shows your worth never changes. Okay. In plain sight. No matter how depressed, no matter how lost you may feel, deep down that worth that you had felt at one point is always going to be there. It just takes one thing to remind you, but the worth never changes. It may not change, but the fact that you're not aware of it or right now something else happened that masked that self-worth is still worth you know, overcoming, right? And so, you, yeah, I mean, I like your point of thinking. Yeah, but that's, a, that's a good argument. Yeah, it's a good argument, but at the same time, Things do happen. Yeah, where don't you they think like not knowing is almost like it's like it's there, but if I'm not aware of it, what is it going to do? Because like there's, have, there's more important things to it. When you know, depending on what's going on in your life, you, your self worth may not be the priority. I feel like self worth is always a priority because if you don't know your mm. self worth, happiness is the most important thing. But with happiness, there's a correlation between happiness be and self worth. Happy, you can have happiness, but now you know your worth. 
you have to dive in to find it. And, you know, everybody has found their highest level at the point of self-worth just because you kind of, you know, not think about it still going on your head. You just thinking about more important things. How can I be happier each day? How can I satisfy, you know, myself to become a better person? Your worth doesn't, it's not always on your mind. I'm sure you didn't think about your self-worth today until I brought up the conversation. <laughs> Interesting. But I feel okay. like you, when, you, when you're happy, when you're longing for that happiness, I think you're tapping in that self-worth. I think it still resonates with yeah, you. It's your so, value. Yeah. You, 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 Who you, you are. Right. And exactly. And it's like, okay, like if I'm, if I'm striving to be happy and I, I encounter an experience that doesn't bring me happiness or a situation where like this is not for me, me knowing my worth I automatically say, you know what? I'm, this is not worth my time, my energy. I'm going to remove myself from that situation. Right, right now, I'm tapping into my self worth. It may not be a, like a cautious like thing. You're that gonna I'm aware. Active. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. Not actively. Yeah. So I think, bro, the more you're aware of, like for me now, I'm 27 years old. I've been, ne I've never been more in tune with my emotions and my self worth. So when I meet something or something, when I meet someone and or, or I in a moment, <laughs> when I'm in a situation that I'm not comfortable to be in. Then I'm like, you know what? This is I don't need to, this is this is not worthy of my time and my energy. Right. Let me remove myself from the situation because I know I could do better. I know I could be better. Now what if that that situation shows you how much more you're worth instead? If you went through it, what you thought wasn't worth your time was actually so much worth your time. Well, then if you go through it, I mean, th that's just a way for you to, to build character, no? Wouldn't you say that's a way for you to kind of become more and even more in tune with yourself and be realizing that I can do so much more? You'll always learn. Right. You always realize you deserve more at the same time. But at the same time, if, if you know you deserve happiness, if you know that you deserve this respect, there are certain core values that you, that you know you're entitled to no matter how much you grow, right? I feel like they'll always be with you if you're right. aware, if you're in tune with your self-worth. Okay, valid. I, like so, it. I, I, I mean, like I feel like you can bounce back. It's a yeah. you can bounce back. I and think forth. there's no wrong answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's an interesting topic. I like the fact that you brought it up. So, <laughs> so like I wanted to circle back on as far as your relationships. Like, what do you feel like some deal breakers? You you seem like you know what you want. You 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 have high standards, expectations, right? Like, is there are there certain deal breakers that where you say, hey, this I won't tolerate this. Um, especially based on your past experience what i won't deal with the one thing i am looking for though and i think people need a relationship is like a business partnership i agree i agree with that you have to what you two are doing together is you're building an empire and it's not necessarily the second third level you're building the foundation to it together if you're lacking or she's lacking that foundation is going to be weak and crumble at some point. At some point, it's just like a puzzle. All right. How do you see the big picture when you can't see it? The final picture. Okay. But, I mean, you'll like step back, no? Like to, to, to see kind you, of, you know, just got to keep building. You build from what? Well, the little pieces. Yeah. That's what I mean. Scratch. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it, and it's, it'll only start to form a picture as you continue to build together. But you can't force it either. Right. Beca oh. Because if you force one piece in, there's always going to be one piece missing, missing from the big picture. I get that. I understand. You guys, the same metaphor? You guys talk before I got no. <laughs> But you were saying that in your past uh, relationship, you were dating somebody who was Christian and then right. you, you, she said it could work and then it didn't work. That that maybe is did that was that an experience where you say maybe now down the line if you never dating another Christian or no. somebody who says oh well, we'll make it we'll make it work like will you be opposed to that because now you know what what could happen no, from that I'm That's always gonna, I'm always gonna give people the chance because everybody's different 
everybody deserves a chance. You're very open. You like him, very open minded. I would be shy away. It's like I met you guys. I have no judgment on you two from the beginning. Why would I judge you when first off you've never done anything wrong? Too, so that means you uh, you have my hundred percent trust. Right, but it's different because we're not trying to enter in a relationship. We're not right, trying to build something. Any, with somebody. But that's anybody in life, even relationship, guy or girl, friendship. Uh, I you, said that you got to treat everything the same. same. Everybody deserves the same chance. If you date a girl, like let's say I we ended, I'm not going to give the next girl fifty or sixty percent of me. No, I'm not of, saying that. Right, but it's it's the same thing as let's say, um, kind of going back. Oh, I'm not gonna give her 100 percent because of what happened in this previous relationship. Everything's the same. She's Christian. Let's say the two girls, my ex is Christian, and the new girl I'm talking to is Christian, and they're exactly the same. But the one key difference is she's understanding of my religious beliefs. She's good to the community. She's this and that. The only difference is is I didn't give my hundred percent to this person. I didn't say yeah. I'm not gonna look back in my past relationship and then look at you and go. No, because my past relationship taught me better. No, each relationship is just going to show you who you are, who you think you are deserving of. Okay. So that being said, if, would you be open to date somebody who maybe isn't religious? You know, because no, you I'm, are. I'm very, I'm very open to that. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, bro. He he's willing to give it a shot. Because you, not only that, you know what? I feel like you'll learn. I think that you, you just said that, like. You giving it an opportunity or giving a shot to someone to teach you. It's, it's an gonna, experience. It, so it's almost like what I said earlier about the chase or you exposing yourself to people because right. it forces you to, to experience things with different people in different situations. And it's only going to tell you, did I like it? No. Let me, let's right. not do that again, but let's handle it differently. Right. If it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. And if it does happen again where you are, you know, having that chance to meet somebody who isn't necessarily 100% religious, yet you... You know, okay, from previous, this is kind of what the outcome was. Let's see what happens this time. And who knows? This may be the one. But until you give that 100% shot to that one person, you'll never know. Because if you give 90%, that last 10% you didn't give could have been everything for her to become the one. I also say that too. I'm like, no, no new partner should reap. Not reap. No, no, no new partner has to suffer the consequences of old relationships. And sometimes the efforts get hindered because you'll probably either see a pattern, or I've been hurt before. I can't open up again. Right. Or last time I did this with my ex, it's gonna happen with my next. You can't think like that. Yeah, like so everyone. That's, yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of some unfortunately the pattern that I've kind of fallen into where it's like. This, like I've experienced this, I don't like I don't like this. It's happened to me in the past, and 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 let me pull away because something happened a year right. ago or two years ago. So I, I I admire the fact that you're open to it. Um, I think more people should be like that as far as like giving people a chance, the benefit of the doubt. Uh, it's easier said than done, but the fact that you're open to it is, is admirable. Bro, look, uh, dude, you know you're a pretty good looking guy, and I, I have a question here that you know I ask a, a bunch of people. Do, do you ever shoot your shot? Do you ever like approach women? Yeah, all the time. Do you feel like women should approach you or? No, or? no, no. We'll ask that later because that's a good question. What's What's been your approaches, successful um, and even unsuccessful? But um, yeah, share with us a little bit about your experience of actually approaching people. And So and I used to go to brunch all the time. And one thing I've noticed. Where would you go? Uh, that depends. Tap 42, you know, in Coral, is it Coral Gables? Coral Doral, Doral. Doral has one too. Doral or, um, yeah, but I'd sucks. like to do wine tastings at Cooper Hawks. 
the wine too. You're a good man. I Educate. Got, I got the. I, I, I'm a wine member. No, we, we got. I am the buddy. wine member. You're oh, a wine member. Yes. Hookups. I like this guy. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. to my house. We're Italian. We have <laughs> educated. <laughs> we have four it's, wine coolers at the house. In <laughs> your, it's in your DNA. You're right. Uh, so yeah, uh huh. So continue. You meet them. Whatever. What's the, the so uh, the number one? I the first thing I do is hi. My name is Dilma and I just I would like to compliment you on your nails. Usually, like if I see that they got their nails done, it's the most minuscule but most important thing to compliment because they spend their own money for it. I was thinking the same and thing. And it's their own pleasure. Nobody else is going to do it other than them. And like you know what else I think is a good one to piggyback off that one? Eyebrows and eyelashes. I've me. never. No, but it, but it could but be. Because they're going to see you're looking at their eyes. You're making that Not eye so much contact. that is because girls go crazy over their eyebrows. They're like, oh my God, I got to go do my eyebrows and I got to go do my nails. And, and it's and like like a guy actually taking the time to appreciate the right. work, the hours. It, take, it takes a while to get this stuff done and they go religiously. So I think it, it, you, you, you're touching on a great point where you saying, hey, listen, I'm noticing this and I'm right. noticing you. A lot of guys probably don't, wouldn't even, wouldn't even speak on that. And the one thing I've learned is never compliment a dress or their shoes. I've, I've learned. Like, really? It, it, it's mainly because it's, what are you looking at my dress for? And no, yes, I, don't, I don't think that. Yes, you, you'd be shocked. And it comes, why are you looking at my dress? And it's like, it's a nice dress. Where'd you get it from? Why do you care? I can see that. And it, it's I've just, never gotten that. I, I, and I've I mean, gotten you're, you're it. Different. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time. How, how many times have you used that compliment? Like the, I, I, so I'm a fashion guy. A couple of times. I've, I've used it. See, I've I'm used it once. It failed. Oh. And I was like, never <laughs> using it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or he's used it once and it worked. And he's like, ah, oh, it's the best pickup line ever. <laughs> no, I've used it a few. I mean, I'm a fashion guy. And I love women who know how to dress. So, and I also work in the hospitality industry. Even at my job. If I see a woman who... Especially, if she, I mean, if she's attractive and and I'm a servant, I'm working, and I see she has her, she has really nice shoes or a nice outfit. I compliment her. I'm working. Right. I'm like, by the way, I love your shoes or I love your outfit. Because guess what? I people approach me and it means a lot. It's a small thing. It's quick. It's simple. It's not intrusive. But hey, just in passing, I love your shoes, and you keep walking. You're like, right. oh, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. It's a little thing. So I mean, yeah. you tried it once. It didn't work. Maybe you try it again. You know, like you were saying, relationship, you're open to keep giving people the benefit of the doubt. So. I'll try it again when you try dating again. Oh, I've, well, I have, I have tried dating. It hasn't worked out so well. I'm talking about now. You're going to download a Tinder. Bumble, <laughs> nah, nah. <and> you should, <laughs> should do a challenge. What challenge? Like a... Like a, like a Who can get oh, more matches. Oh, oh boy. This guy's going to... You put your height in there, that's it. Game <laughs> over. You don't even have to put a picture. Just put your height. And yeah, that's it. It's yeah, a wrap. That's true. Um, no, but okay. Interesting. Uh, Chris, ask you um, the, about as far as you approaching women, and you say you do it all the time, right? Um, do you ever feel like uh, how, I'm sure? I mean, you're a good-looking guy. Have women approached you, or, or how do you feel about women approaching both? Yeah, guys, it's fair game. You, th fair you game. think it should it should be it, it encouraged? I, I think it should be encouraged because you know, as us doing this podcast we're very confident we don't really get nervous in front of cameras or people speak for yourself <laughs> he has a pussy oh not as, i'm not as uh, comfortable with the camera but you should no, not so much about the camera but just about you know in general in he's a more kind of, look at this guy. i just don't it's give a, a it's fuck a, it's about yeah. business so I, at least you understand like i'm in the business world so i'm networking talking to people all the time and my nervousness my self-doubt i bury it in a grave basically because mm. it's that second they see a little nervousness right, and right. a little self-doubt your yeah. business opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta be you gotta be like a shark right you gotta be like that okay so how would if a woman's listening to a podcast right now how would you encourage her to like maybe shoot a shot if she's interested in a guy 
Maybe she's interested in you, whoever. Just introduce yourself. Dude, like you, a person? Bro, yeah. women have it so easy. Like, they just got to say anything. Hi. Tell me hi. Hey, I'm, what do you want? I'm all <laughs> yours. I, listen, and I, I've noticed it with older. Older women will, they have no issue with coming up I to like, a yes, guy. I agree. 100%. The issue, I think, with girls my age, 20, you know, 21 to 24, 25 is they think they are deserving in a sense that are privileged enough to where they should not have to go up to a guy. Like they won't do it. Right. Like and it's like, what's the difference? Like you don't know what the benefit could have been if you're the one who went up. He could have been a little nervous or a little shy, but that one hello could have made your year because, or your life because you you never know the outcome of it. So what if a woman's like, oh, but it's, it's a guy's job. It's a man's job to, 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 to be the alpha, to take lead. To take the, initiative. Yeah, the, the guy's still going to be an alpha, but there's nothing wrong with an al- a hello. All right. The guy's going to ask the question, oh, oh, where'd you get that from? Oh, how, what are you doing here? Oh, you know, how's your day? What are you doing this week? The so guy's like, going to do that, but there's nothing wrong with a woman opening hello. up that door, that, you know, right. that conversation. Okay. You just open up saying, hello, what's up? What's up, shoddy? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, I'll, so I have another question that's going to tie all this together with, with what you were saying. I saw a video the other day, and it was how... Um, Women use a uh, pussy to get a <laughs> to wet ass pussy. <laughs> Women use pussy as strength, like as as like a as a as a almost like, like a, a power weapon. move. But men use money. So, do you think that women should be at the same balance when it comes to men? When it comes to money, and the reason why I say this is because your argument that she was saying, if I'm not mistaken, because I got to go back to the video to think about it. But men, all they care about is if they have money. They have power to pretty much say, you know, to, to get them into like the exclusive group to date beautiful women because they have that success under their belt. So they don't really care for the woman to be successful, at, you know, when it comes financially. They care like, like, I just want a good woman. You know, I don't care if she has a good job. I just want to make sure that she's a good woman and she's going to be a good wife or a good mother to, to right. my children. Do you think that women should also have the same level of success when it comes to a partner? Or no? That's a hard question for me to answer. And, and I'm going to follow up with another question. And too. I'm going to say the reason why it's hard for me to answer is because my mom's a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Okay. Um, my dad, he has his own insurance agency. That's where I got the idea from. Um, and I see it. You know, I do see how they do have t- sometimes have talks about, you know, babe, can I go here? Can I buy, you know, a new purse? And my dad, you know, you just bought shoes or you just did this. And I can see the issue there. I do have to say when a woman does make her own money and does have her own level of success, a man is more appreciated because it's the little thing she does with her money to surprise him, to make him feel special. Like how many times have you said, you know, like you take out your girl to dinner, you take out some movies, dessert, wherever, you know, you go twice, three times a week. How many times have you heard your girl say, babe, you know what? I want to take you to dinner. I was literally going to ask. This is why I asked because my I was going to lead it up to who should pay for the date because I have that too. there's an argument right. about being 50-50. If it's a partnership or a woman, if she invites, she should, she should pay. So you're kind of tying it all together. So but, I don't, but I don't think a woman should pay. The invita- no, yeah, continue with what you're saying and then he's going he's gonna to fight you. The invitation is more than enough for me. 
at least that I'm speaking about myself. Like her inviting you to dinner, yeah, and then you paying like for the, it. Like yes. like like the, the, the effort. It's the, the effort. It's the thought that counts. That she said, "Hey, let's go to dinner." Like, hey, I want to spoil you to dinner, and I'm like, "Okay, it's your day to spoil me." But at the end of the day, to me, it. it's the thought that counts. Yeah, he, he, you won't I, let her. I won't. I won't let a woman pay. Now, if you want to buy me new shoes, or you want to buy me, you know, some like little wallet, like this guy's like shaking his head. But like you earlier, you said you know you should treat every relationship like a business, right? right? And a business, if we go in business together, I don't expect to him to pay for everything. We split everything. So you said earlier you would like to treat every relationship See, like a business. Where, this is where business is different. Business, uh, so I'll pay so for all his dinners, but he's gonna refer me business. That's where it's equivalent. There's always you got to look at the pendulum and the balance of it. You got to see, okay, I pay for all her dinners. Yeah, she may do this. She may ask me to, you know, to dinner and, you know, wants to spoil me. But at the end of the day, I still pay. What else is she doing? You have to look at everything. You know, I may pay for all the dinners, but who handles the groceries? Who handles me when I'm dealing stressed? And to me, a woman is always going to be mentally stronger than a man. A man will always be physically stronger than a woman. I agree with that. I think and, and I can say why. Stronger. That's one hell of an answer. That is one hell of an answer because I see your point, but that was one hell of an argument because um, I, I can see because I'm, I'm traditional when it comes to that. Like, I don't like it when a woman pays for me unless, like, they really want to go somewhere and it's their idea. If you want to pay and you fight me for it, you know what? Fine. You can go ahead and pay. But those, it's unlikely that I allow it to happen. But what else is she putting? Like, what other work is she doing on the back end that's, like, literally making you the guy you are? Like, supporting you on whatever it is. So, that that, that was really... Right, really but, like, yeah, but you, she's supporting you in other ways, but you're also supporting her other than just funneling money into the situation into the right but for right? example like you ways. you wouldn't want to pay every time or take her out on dates if she wasn't being a good woman and supporting you right. another th- exactly right so but you're also going to be a good guy you you also expected to be a good man as i don't think the money is is, is has anything but that's to do the, with i it. feel like that's that's the problem because he's not seeing it as as a money thing he's seeing about about the effort it's like listen babe no matter what like you know what like he likes dinners first of all that's his thing you know oh, so whether he wants to go or she wants to go the effort of her just wanting to be like, you know what, babe, I want to take you out, even right. though he's not going to allow it to happen, right? But you're thinking about the dollar amount. That's all you care about. He's thinking about, okay, let's put the full picture together because if she was a shitty woman, I wouldn't want to pay for her every single time. I right. wouldn't take her on dates no, every I get, time. I, I wouldn't want to go out to dinner. Fuck that bitch. I agree. So for me, you know, I was raised, I was, I was born and raised in Germany. I grew up super progressive. It's literally equality means equality, 50-50. And you know, I've been in great relationships where... We, you know, we would split the bills and stuff like that. And if we go out, you know, I pay this, you pay next one. Like I, that's, that's, I'm fe- like, that's how right. I am. I love, and I've met women who've made their own money. And I feel like the best thing going, circling back to, you know, if a woman should make her own money or as much as you, I, it's, it's an, I don't know. I, I, I love dating a woman who makes her own money. Yeah, and, and, and having your own money you because that. they, you know, they're with you because they want to be with you, right. not because they're financially dependent, which a lot of women, Unfortunately, are you know they so then they I have a question for you then if you do make it in life right like you're financially successful would you date a woman what do you mean by date? who is who isn't who, who would you date a woman if you're like so right now you guys aren't I'm assuming you're not you know financially like where money's just flowing right 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 no. this guy maybe uh, don't let the suits fool you <laughs> so. A woman's not going to love you for the money or to have the idea of, wow, he has a lot of money. She's going to love you for who you are. 
But when that, that moment you have financial success or where money's flowing in, yeah, she may love you for who you are, but she's always going to be reminded that you have money. So therefore, money is going to be somewhat of the leading factor. I don't think it's a leading factor. It's the money is a security. Is a for, like, and that's what I think women crave as well. They want that stability. You don't want to be with. You don't want to struggle in life, especially when you have kids. When right. you have like, you want to be stable, especially with you know with the world, the world we're heading in. You want to be comfortable. You don't want to be struggling and living month to month. So yes, women like men who are financially stable. Um, but if I was, if, you know, if I'm at a point where I have money and I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable financially, I would still pursue a woman who is ambitious, who still has her own right. money. Even if I make, if I have millions of dollars in the bank, I still, I, I'm not just going to date a woman and be like, oh, you're here, please all the money. Like, right. no, I'd still want to have a woman with conviction and values and also one who makes, makes her own money. Okay. So that's fair enough that you're bringing up the whole, the woman who is, you know, trying to build her own success of course well. like i would want to push her you know what are your goals what are your dreams right. you know let's work on that together i think that going back to a partnership right and and, and you know that's i think that's what a relationship should be so okay. you're asking if i would date yes do you think that all this challenges chivalry though because chivalry is an argument that a lot of people are saying that it's dying right pay for the dinner open the car door um you know or, or i don't think chivalry is dying i think it's evolving into what? Elaborate. <laughs> no, because this, this is going to be a good yeah, one. Because yeah, this is going to be a good one. Because I, I, I see where you're going with this. So, chivalry back then wasn't necessarily about the money. It was about the thought and just the, I guess you can say, what a little thing was back then is not what a little thing is today. Um, yes, opening the door is a must. The opening your car door, you know, that paying for dinner, I do believe still to this day is a must. Um, but it's different. The times we live in is different. It's the So what is it evolving to then? What is the new chivalry? The new chivalry, I would have to say, is something that can't be explained. Not like it used to be. It's different per person. What what we were taught chivalry as kids was formed by you know grandparents and our parents and it was a silver lining or it was a step-by-step -step guide i don't think it is anymore i think because of the whole independence 50 50 of women and men that's why i created know. this entire argument to, right. for, for this question and i think because of the 50 50 like you know a woman want nowadays women want to be independent now you have to evolve each person has to evolve differently per woman or each guy needs to, you know, be different. Their chivalry should not be the same as, let's say, we're both in a relationship. My chivalry towards my girlfriend should not be the same towards yours. So I can't explain what chivalry means in an evolving age. I think it's dying. <laughs> you, you think, think so? so? In what way? Well, because think about it. I mean, in a sense, because of all of this, you know, I feel like women are more empowered now. And, you know, huge supporter, go ahead, make that check. But... You wanting all those benefits, That's it kind of it fights us off to want to be a, a what a chivalrous man is. So back then, obviously, it was a very simple thing. It was a gesture opening the door. I agree, it's still a must, but is it still appreciated? In fact, I, I've talked to people where you open the door for the woman, and the woman gets mad. She goes, "I can do it myself. I got two hands." No, right? I've, never, I've never had that happen to me. No, I haven't. Haven't happened to me. But, but you've I've, heard of it. I've heard people have told me that. Oh wow. That's one thing. It's like an extreme. Um, or, you know, women would fight for the bill before it was, oh, 
thank you so much. Like it was an accepting things. Right. And now with this whole 50-50, you know, women empowerment, you go collect that check. And that's why it's evolved. It's because you need to find new ways. You agree? But you also have to understand, back in the days, you know, men would pay and, and, and that stuff because women wouldn't work. They would be at home raising the kids, right. raising the family. So, yes, the woman wouldn't have money to pay right. dates and stuff like that. Now, I'm a, I always hold the door open for my, for my, for my woman if I'm on a date. And I've been a woman like, oh, my God, guys have never done this to me. Right. I'm like, who the fuck have you been dating? But, yeah, like, I hold the door open. Um, I generally, I like to pay. But at the same time, I am, I do believe in, in equality. You want, right. you want to fight for those rights? You want <laughs> those rights? Well, you pay, pick up the check. And that's why Shilbury yeah. also has jumped also off board into the women's ship as well women offering to pay for the meal for the day or the dessert that's true i think it's changing with everything and like right. we, we are not the same people like our, you know our generation is completely different you agree okay right. i think it's a little weaker when it I comes from it I, no no i think it's weaker from the sense of from the man's control because right. before it was up to the man now i feel like it's more of a balanced chivalry it's all about the pendulum law but I mean, if you think about it, there was a time not too long ago where women weren't even able to vote. <laughs> so it's like right. things change. And what happened? And it, things evolve. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I agree. So it's just like chivalry. Is, women used to not vote. Now they can vote. Women used to not to sh- women used to not be able to show chivalry. Now they are starting to be able Say to. Say more, more encouraged. It also goes back to what we said about having them shoot their shot more. Right. right. So right. now it comes to that like point of where certain things do become 50-50. Right. As a man goes up to a woman, a woman should be able to go up to a man. That It's it's the start. Uh, you know, there are certain things where a gentleman, chivalry, don't change. Opening the door, paying for dinners. Yeah. But if a woman goes, hey, I don't want to get dessert here. Let's go get dessert somewhere else. I'll pay. That's a woman's side of chivalry. She may not have to pay the heavier That's side hot. of bill. But hey, she's offering to take you out to dessert on our own. <laughs> dessert back in my place, huh? <laughs> Seven oh, course meal. My kind of my kind of dessert. Um I, I, I like your point and I get get where you're coming from. I'm 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 glad we've had this discussion. Uh, we've talked about chivalry a little bit and we have had an episode where we talked about who should pay. You know, me, I'm I'm all about it. like you know, I grew, I was raised differently. I was raised, you know, I grew up in Germany where it's like 50-50 means 50-50. Right, right. A lot of women here in Miami, they're like, oh, I want my own money, I want my own this, da, da, da. But when it comes to paying and this and this, I still want my man to pay for my dates, right. for the dinners, for the vacations, bro. I mean, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I think that's the difference. Is ah, it, what? Is that women talk. Like, that's, like down here in South Florida. They talk oh, this guy. This guy hates South Florida. Let's move out of here. Listen, <laughs> listen, I love South Florida, but I do I do not agree with a lo- what's happening to it. In terms of the, like the, the terms priv- of the woman, the culture, no, the, the culture, culture, culture privilege, the loss of your own morals. I agree. Listen, I grew up. I, you know, I, I travel. Sell themselves for. And you, yeah. as someone who travels, I'm sure you see the cultural difference. And you go, what happened, bro? Like, yeah, like it's like you know, I've, and I've told people like when I would travel, you know, I travel by myself. I go to a bar, I go to a restaurant. If I meet somebody there. Woman's like, oh, you know, what are you drinking? Like, they'll buy. They, right. They're like, oh, they take the initiative, get the round of drinks, get a round of beers. And it's like, in Miami, where are you going to, you rarely, never see that. Right. You go out of a bar here, they expect you to pay for everything. Right. But at the so same time, like, I feel like it's also, it ties into the full environment because the guy is also willing. Again, it goes back to almost what I said. You know, money is that strength for a man, knowing that they can have that access to buy those drinks because then they'll know that they'll be able to get those women. So those women are open and they're accepting because they know that here, that's what's going to, that's that's what they're going to attract. The guy with enough money was going to be like, oh, fr- oh, you're going to, nah, I got you. Yeah, I'll yeah, buy right. it. yeah, but then like the guys here will use that as power to get laid. 
and then it's like the, and then the woman accept the, the the offer, but they're like, oh no no, I I just want the drinks. It's like you, so you're accepting the the drinks, and you want to well, be. So, oh, it doesn't mean that she has to sleep with him because she accepted the drinks. Of course, of course not. But it's like you can't pick and choose either. So it's like you're not gonna take the initiative to approach a guy or, or oh, buy him no, drinks. Oh, I was about to say this is turning to something different. Say, no, 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 no. Oh, you're gonna drink this? <laughs> you're gonna be fucking? <laughs> no, that's it ain't gonna I'm... suck itself. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see the terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, of course Sign not. here. No, but like you know, like I've traveled a lot, and it's like we go out to some places, and a woman is like. I got this, and it's like it's just, dude. Because I was, you know, I was born in Germany, and so it's like I go back every year, and I've been to so many places, and it's like it's refreshing. And I come back here, in Miami, and it's like, 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 fuck this, dude. Like, I, I mean, it's not really my cup of tea. Chris doesn't agree. You had said, um, you had said on the phone that you were wanting to say something about love. You want to talk about love. You still want to talk? Did we talk about it? Or? Yeah, you mentioned love, but I don't know what context. I, it was kind of like a buildup of everything we've talked about. Oh, okay, but. No, no, but in a sense, I can elaborate more on love, and it's like the partnership we had discussed. It's, it's something like love. It's okay. Perfect example. Finish line. What does the finish line mean to you guys? It's one of these metaphors again. Yes, it is. We Careful. talked about this. You said there is no finish line or something like. What well, only finish line is death. Yeah, is that what you said? Yes. I think you, you had I a did. quote about yes. that. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Yes, the only finish line in life is death. Same thing with love. If you to have love for each other don't put a ceiling on it because the second you describe what love is and love is the most difficult thing to describe, describe yeah. you should never if you're in a relationship and you're able to put into words what love means you have put a ceiling and you will never get past those words that you spoke 100 percent. and it, it's it's like people have asked me what does love mean to you i go it's just whatever i feel in that moment i, I don't know how i don't know how to explain it and love can mean for one person like that you're with something completely different to somebody else that right. you're with. So it's like it's really it's like depending the five on the person. Love, it's like the five love languages, even though you did put a boundary on it. True, well, we, true. I think that uh, I mean the five love languages is just pretty much to just make sure you're you're able to communicate properly to right. your partner, um, how they interpret love, um, right. but to feel right. love. I feel I agree. Yeah, like so. your description of like the finish finish line. I, I like that. I mean. That, that ultimately death is, is is something that awaits all of us, but that's that's where where life pretty much ends, right? Right. As we know it, anyways. So I mean, any more questions you have? You got anything? Yeah, anything us? for us that you want to ask us? Anything for us? Want to say anything? Ask anything? Share anything? What does happiness mean to you? Oh boy, this guy. Um, it's gonna be another one of those metaphors. Yeah, for me, happiness means you know doing the things like, you know, and I I am the true believer of like trying to do the most you can in, in in a single in every day. Taking starting every day is a fresh start, right? And it's like, and it took me a while to realize that you know we we we're so busy trying to focus on tomorrow, next year, and I want to get a house, I want to get married, I want to have kids, and and also at the same time thinking about what happened yesterday and last year and, and how we could have done this differently. I think happiness is just. Here, being in this moment, happiness right now is having a conversation, being being in a room with all you and, and, and having genuine conversations and just kind of opening up to being vulnerable, being 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 raw and having that dialogue. I think being happiness essentially is just living in the moment and living in today, because at the end of the day, nothing else matters. Whatever you have at home, you can drive home now and you could, something could happen and you won't even make it home. So I think happiness is being in the moment and being aware and being in tune with yourself and who you are and, and trying to be the best person you can be for today. 
as cliche as that sounds, but being in the moment, being present, sounds simple, but it's actually incredibly hard because you always have these things. Tomorrow I got to do this. Work is this. That is that. Your family's stressed. All this. And it just clogs up your mind. And I feel like when you have that happiness, you kind of learn to disconnect a little bit and just trying to be still and brief. And I try to now every, more, every day, I try to just take 10, five minutes out of my day, especially in the morning, and just kind of clear my mind and just be appreciative of who I am today and, who, and, and what's going on in the moment. I think happiness is being in the moment. I think it's freedom. Freedom to... Make your own choices, freedom to do what you want to do, freedom to experience what you want to experience, freedom to be around the people you want to, uh, freedom to be able to literally live the life that you have, that you want. You know, we, we, we have our own, we, we can control our own destiny, as cliche as that sounds. And I feel like being able to, to have that freedom to make those choices, to, to strive for it. I mean, that's where true happiness comes from, where you're able to choose what it is that you want, being able to freely have those decisions. And do you think f financial success has anything to do with happiness? I think financial success, money gives you the ability to do what you want. It gives you freedom. I think it creates ease because and yeah. accessibility. Yeah. Because so then do you think money buys happiness? Money doesn't buy happiness, but money gives you the, the ability to do what you want, what gives you happiness. So if you give, if you give me a million bucks right now, I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to hop on a plane, I'm going to fly to Bali, and I'm going to just write and, and, and travel the world. That, that's my happiness. My happiness is traveling and doing the things that I want to do, writing, doing the podcast. But the, I can't do that without having the financial funds to do so. So money per se doesn't itself buy you happiness because you can have all the money in the world and, and be miserable. Right. You don't know what the fuck you want to do with all the money. But when you have a drive, a passion for something, a love for something, poetry, helping people, have being having a podcast and, and, and being a motivational speaker, being a relationship coach, helping other people, if you have a drive for something and you have a passion for something, that's happiness. And, 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 and money can't buy you that. Money can help you find things that you want to do. Now, it makes things easier, you know, but... I always tell people, I rather if I make, I, you can give me fifty grand, and I rather make fifty grand a year and do the things that I love doing, than rather than make five hundred grand and, and and be fucking miserable working in an office and working a nine to five. Right. Fuck that shit. So yeah, money doesn't buy you happiness. No, I think um it, it buys you time. I think it could buy you more more if I if money wasn't an issue, I think it can give me that more time, more freedom of time where I don't have to be tied up doing things or I have more accessibility to do more, maybe more things I want to do. But ultimately I don't, I don't think there's a direct correlation with money and, and happiness. I do think there's a correlation with money and time and with time, I think comes happiness and freedom, time and freedom. Yeah. Because if you think about all the rich people who have all this money and they, they commit suicide, they're overdosed, right. they, they, they co they're compensating for something. They have the money. Why aren't they happy? Because something is missing in their life. Right. You know, I can't tell you what it is because I'm not in that person's life, but th they have the money. So why yeah. aren't they happy? So That's money true. doesn't buy the happiness. But metaphor. Uh, there is no metaphor. I just wanted your input on that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think so? Uh, yes and no. I think it's a 50-50 split. Because if... That's what, not a fair answer. Yeah, 50, you hear like one-sided. You can't... <laughs> okay, well, maybe fine. Yes, maybe okay, no. so then... All right, fine. <laughs> Coin flip? So <laughs> then, fine. I will say money does buy me happiness. Okay. I will say because if I... if what makes me happy is donating to charity. How are you going to donate to charity? You got to use money. Okay. You got it. How do you buy? If you know the charity needs a hundred bikes, how do you get the hundred bikes? You need money. That's okay. going to make you happy at the end of the day. But I, I think that gives you accessibility to do so because I like if but you that accessibility at the end of the day will 
be because of the money. So, okay, so donating to charity is the only way you can be happy? No. There's other ways of being happy. It's, again, dinner. How do I go out to nice restaurants? That makes me happy all the time. You gotta finance those expensive uh, dinners. <laughs> yeah, that's why. You know, it's <laughs> money. Uh, you, your clothes, your suits. Because I hear you got millions of suits. I heard you have one whole closet just with suits. Marvin tell you that? <sighs> Marvin's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh, listen. I feel like... There's so many. You know, I remember when I when I I was in, I was traveling somewhere, and bro, I was watching these kids and little kids walking home from school barefoot. It was raining, and bro, they were happy. There was no, they had no, and they had no money. They had no right. clothes. They had no shoes. Things that we be, we deem normal, you know, having a new pair of Jordans or whatever. You know, little kids having their iPhone and stuff like that. Materialistic stuff they don't bring doesn't bring you happiness, bro. Like these kids that I saw, bro, they were the happiest kids I've ever seen in my life. Right, and they had minimal stuff. They were living off probably their family were living off a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. When they tell me money buys happiness, I I I don't necessarily agree. Money helps you get that freedom and do the right. things that you want. I'm not saying you know you know you have to live off a hundred bucks a month, but at the same time, I don't think you you you. Have, need to have that much I think that's be where happy. it becomes 50-50 well, um, well happiness is subjective though because if you didn't have any money you never tasted any money you would find other things that would make you happy you wouldn't think charity donating charity would is happiness because you wouldn't know it you know what I mean right, but you've tasted it you'd have to look at everybody's circumstances then it's subjective it is. I guess, so I mean, for you, yeah, it's, I mean, this is a very opinionated question. It is, right? it is. So, and like, because it's not, I mean, everyone's going to have their own fix when it comes to happiness. But in general, does everybody need money no. to be happy? No. Okay. No. There you yeah, go. No. I think Obviously. you need a certain amount. We, we won this argument then. Fuck off, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kappa. But, uh, <laughs> Kappa sin. Bitch, period. But, uh, great questions. Um, I think it's time we, we yeah we're it. running out of time so listen we always like to before we said we hey no you sit your ass back down we're not done yet um in that camera you can either say it to them you can say it to us however you want any last words final message pretty much summarizing either something about you or a message that you would like to relay to people that are watching or listening whatever you can say it to us say it to the camera however you want to go about it if there's anything that anybody is going through just know that you are never ever alone and there's always someone out there who is willing to listen whether it's five minutes ten minutes two hours three hours they are always willing to listen and never ever question that you'll always find somebody whether it's family friends or even a stranger they will listen to you and it will become a special moment to you for the people who admire you most and don't want to see you gone in this world. That, that's the only thing I have to say. I love that. That was uh, beautifully, be, beautifully said, you know, a lot of the ending messages, they aren't as, as thoughtful. And obviously, I mean, it hits a little bit closer to home to you. Obviously, right. you know, you have personal experience. So for you to be able to be comfortable enough and, and to be, to share these, the, these experiences with us, I mean, not only with us, but hopefully, you know, the people that are watching, whether now or in the future, when they come back to this video, this has probably been one of the, more touching i think Absolutely. and actually more more information i mean this is a damn good podcast. i loved man. it I, I i am utterly proud Shit, we should have done a, a giveaway to, to hopefully like get get you we should have been winning you yeah but no man thank you so much for being on the show i think it was a great honor on our end as well and having you was was tremendous Thank you so much. It was truly an honor to be on here. And I, I'm very, very happy I won. So couple sins. Thank, you. thank you very much. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, fuck off. What do you mean? It's oh. time to break up. It's, we should have probably said that earlier. 
Well, hold on, we I have to do oh, the oh, outro. Okay, time to break up. See, you can see, I, can I say it? No, no, fine, go, go. Let me see. All right, guys, it's time to break up. Now is the part where you go. Oh, a weak ass exit. It's time hey. to break up. It's time to break up, ladies and gentlemen. So, as always, remember for those that are listening, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, like this video, share it with your friends, your family, your sisters. Retweet, favorite, subscribe. This is what this guy's interrupted me. <laughs> what do you mean? Shut, shut your ass up. Okay, go ahead. My, let, me, let, me, let me exit. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for another episode of uh, Coffee Breakup. This was a very special one for us. I hope that you enjoyed as much as we did. Please remember to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube. Share, subscribe, smash the like button. Ring that notification bell if you're listening to us on Spotify and iTunes. Make sure you subscribe and you like us there as well. Um, we recommend you, if you're going to be listening to us, you know, take a chance and go on YouTube, man. It's, it's, and watch see us. who we're talking to. We got a nice, sharp, dashing young man here. You guys aren't going to want to miss this. Not only that, you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> You can follow us on everything. You go there, hit the link tree in our bio. You'll go to everything that we're on, and you can't miss us. With that being said, that being said, thank you so much, guys. The support means the world to us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Until next time.